It's time again for another update from the Crossover Cups mission. Our ministry is making an impact in the lives of families in the third world as we rescue, transform, and repeat. Here's another ministry update. Hey, it's Jack Eason with the podcast for today for the Crossover Cups mission and uh, excited to connect with an incredible friend, uh, partner in ministry. We love to spend time together, not just... uh, in the States, but on the ground in the Dominican Republic. Ben Sorrells is uh, hanging out with me today. How's it going, Ben? It's going great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you. I, I wanted to flash back, and hopefully you won't need therapy after thinking about this, but your first time <laughs> in the Dominican Republic was uh, at the compound with Mike Williams and myself. Uh, yeah. After that first experience, you, you came back, so apparently you weren't you weren't hurt too bad. Um, <laughs> what was it like? And I know, I know you've done a lot of ministry, but to see the to see this the the sights and smell the smells and hear the sounds uh, in the Dominican Republic your first time, what what was it, what was that like? Yeah. Um. Well, first of all, I had never been on a mission trip, so uh, this that trip uh, was my very first um, out of the country mission trip. Mm-hmm. Actually, my first mission trip. Period. And um, so I had I had always been around um, people going on mission trips and always wanted to go on one. My aunt and uncle were missionaries, and you know things didn't work out for whatever reason, either time or money. And you know God just saw fit that this would be my first trip. So when I uh, got there, I was paired. I came by myself, and I was paired with a youth group that was there with their leaders. And first of all, I got to see the impact on them, which mm. was pretty wild. Um, it was neat to to watch that transformation. And then probably I would say the first two days, I just was overwhelmed with all God was doing there um, in a good way. You know, there's you you see firsthand what. Uh, people of the country face and people of these villages face and then um, to go to the dump and to see the flies and to look over the horizon uh, over all the trash and see the cruise ships in the distance Mm, and you know it just kind of put into perspective a little bit some things and I really was processing but um, lots of like you said smells and sounds and, and many things to see it was it was processing at first, and then it kind of was, um, let's kick into gear and let's do this. Yeah. Wow. Well, wow. you know, and you uh, you and the Bridge family are, are big partners in what we do down there, especially in the village of La Union Abajo. Uh, easy for yeah. me to say. And, you know, in that particular <laughs> village, actually before, before the Bridge family stepped up and got involved, you know, that was a village, quite honestly, we were kind of thinking, wow, what's, what's going to happen here? Um, a lot of people that had walked through that village in the past thought, oh, let's just write this village off because nothing good will ever come from here. And yet mm-hmm. um, now we're seeing some incredible things happen there. And one of those, uh, again, thanks to you and the uh, the team at the bridge, is education. Um, and and yeah. you you have seen, of course, the, the difference that education makes in the Dominican Republic. Uh, for those maybe who don't yeah. under, understand, why is that such a big deal in your opinion? Well, um, it is one of the main keys to coming out of poverty. If you can um, 
get an education, if even you can learn English, um, it is such a help and such, I call it a catapult forward um, for each individual going through that. And um, you can, you know, the way that CUPS is laid out, of course, is, you know, from the, the oldest, quote, village to the newest, quote, village, they're at different points in the process, you know, the growth process that CUPS has set forth. And you can see the different stages, you know. So when we came to La Union, the, um, it was very new. It was in a kind of a trust building phase. And mm-hmm. so and when I say that, it's kind of like we're, we kind of went in not doing anything that would um, jeopardize that trust so that they would know why we're there and uh, that CUPS is going to be there in and out every day, every week, you know, for the, for the long term, Mm. And, and not only did I get to see, um, how education helped in all the villages, but then I got to see kind of the, the, um, kids in the village of La Union start to really get excited. You know, when I came in, it was kind of on the, the very first there was a small um, room that was built kind of as a community center and uh, which was great, but Mm. given the amount of kids, we knew that that would soon be outgrown. And so I, I got to see, you know, there were a few kids in the village that had a little bit more education than others. And boy, it really, it really just gives them a chance that they would not have had. Yeah, yeah, so true, so true. And uh, it's, it's amazing to see what a difference that makes, not just mentally, but, of course, uh, just in, in their smarts and their learning, uh, exactly. but in the way that they feel about themselves emotionally, I guess is what I'm trying to say, uh, which mm-hmm. is really, really cool. For all the kids that you've met and you've been on many trips, what what is a— who who are one of the kids or, or maybe family members, maybe a mom that jumps out at you that's a story that you just go, wow, that's when I think of the Dominican, that's the story that comes to my mind. Oh my. I, I there's there's, as you know, many, but um two of them is the story of Jonathan and the other one is Natasha. Mm. And both of them have come through the cups. Um, programs and were helped to get in school. And um, we got to meet Natasha um, this last time that we were down there. And she had, uh, was kind of giving a little testimony of how um, the community center and CUPS, other programs, um, and her education, she was very, very proud to share her um her achievements. Um, so I got to see some certificates where she had completed some English programs and, and it kind of reflects in the way that they look to the future. Mm -hmm. You know, what quote, what am I going to be when I grow up? (laughs) You know, that's not a, always a common question there that I, in my experience, you know, but as, as they get education, it kind of, doors open up and they can see, Oh, you know, maybe this and maybe that. And they learn how they were created. Um, 
for God on purpose. I mean, I don't know. I, it's, it's so hard to explain. You know, I, we got to go in Natasha's house and talk to her and she shared her certificates and, you know, she is working with cups as, um, summer staff. And it's just to see it come full circle Yeah, is that, that is what I love. And, uh, uh, Jonathan was one that I barely, you know, when that trip where I was staying with you and Mike in his house on the compound, um, he was just there for maybe an hour. Um, and John, and uh, Mike had presented him with a stethoscope. And, you know, I got to just be a, a, a participant in the room mm. to watch that happen. And he left, and I didn't see him anymore that trip, and I thought, you know, wow, what a cool thing. And the next year, he was helping his summer staff, and he called to me, and he said, hey, aren't you going to say something? I was like, Jonathan, is that you? Yes, and he remembered me just from that hour Mm, mm -hmm. a year before. And I got to see how far he had come and, you know, he's since uh, been married and has a little one, but I don't know. It's, it's those kind of moments when you kind of see the fruit of what all investment has gone in over time. Yeah. It's like, you know, the system works. Well, and, and uh, again, you've been a part of, of investing and making that happen. Those, those stories are, kind of what fuels the tank, so to speak, and keeps, especially our mission team on the ground. I was sharing with somebody earlier today, you know, I'm only down there a handful of weeks of the year. Mike's only down there a handful of weeks of the year. Um, they really are the ones that, that make things happen uh, year in and year out. For somebody who hasn't been on a trip uh, to see what's happening, what would you uh, what would you say to them? What words of encouragement would you give for them to to get on a plane and come down and see what's going on in the Dominican? Yeah. Well, first of all, um, I would say if God is moving you to missions, to definitely look at CUPS as a possible um, location. But one of the main things that stood out to me is I unfortunately am not handy. (laughs) They don't (laughs) let me have the tools around my house. And most of the time, the trips that I hear about are building trips or you have to be really skilled in a particular area and not that cups can never use skilled people, but if you just love people and you're relatively able-bodied, then you can come and just love on people. And that means serving however cups need you to serve. Mm. And it it just is a rewarding uh, thing personally but I, you know, you get to see, there's something about collecting supplies, taking them in the suitcase with you, getting on the ground and sorting them, and eventually taking them to the people that are going to receive it. I mean, you cannot do that just anywhere. And to be able to have people recognize you is, is speaks to, okay, this is a relationship, not just a one-time warm fuzzy that I'm going to get. And so for me, it was like, I really want to try to make a difference. Mm-hmm. And here here I am in all of my unskilledness. <laughs> and God just kind of opened up the door. And so many 
you know, I've, I've taken a few down in their eighties and I've taken one down in the single digits. He was six when he started and I believe he's eight now. And, um, I've taken someone down with an artificial leg and in some senses they look and say, you know, how can I help? I mean, what can I do? And if you just answer God's call to missions, cups can find a way to use you mm. in the Dominican to yeah. love on people. Yeah, yeah, and and we see have seen that uh, happen week after week. Um, for for oh, yeah. for you on those on those trips that you come down. Uh, and I know, you know, everybody, God speaks to them differently. What, what's a, is there a personal kind of takeaway for you? I don't know if it's a verse of scripture that pops to your mind that uh, was reinforced that you saw or some principle or, uh, and you've been down many, many times, but is there something you walk away going, wow, okay. You know, oftentimes we go uh, on trips and we think that we're going to bless the people and inevitably yeah. we wind up being the ones that God speaks to and right. are blessed. What's one of those things maybe that you've walked away with going, okay, I, I didn't, I didn't know this, or this has been a, a renewed idea or concept or scripture in my mind. Yeah. You know, it's different every time. And that's part of what I love about it too. Um, the first time was one that is forever etched in my mind. And it was in the dump, and Cups tries to make sure all the kids that are eligible to be in school have an opportunity to be in school. And in the dump, mostly it is the children of La Union Abajo that are there, if there are any kids. And so it was in that trust building phase and, and trying to get in and get those kids in school. And so there were kids um, in the dump, adults in the dump, um, working. It was hot. Um, and like I said, I looked over the horizon and there was a cruise ship in the beautiful blue water. And I looked down, and this may seem <laughs> insignificant, but I saw a plant growing in the middle of the trash. Mm. And I just felt like, you know, God sees this. He hasn't forgotten. Many people can go by, and not that it's bad to be in a cruise ship, but little do they know what is just beyond the boundaries of the city, um, what people have to do to um, get food and, and make a living. And I just thought, you know, the God of creation has not forgotten the situation mm -hmm. and he is going to work things out for good. And, you know, I'll, I'll, I looked around and I saw a butterfly and, you know, just, you start to pick up little things like, you know what, you know, little things matter and big things to God is a little thing. Mm. He can handle it. Yeah. And so good. that was a, that was a biggie, you know, Mm. Just be sometimes it's it's something that happens on a trip uh with the um teammates i i've I got to see someone on a team just totally look at people a different way you know um mm. for for one example, they were like, well, the first time I heard about this and they said they're scrounging in the dump, I was like, well you need to go out and get a job. You need to make, 
make yourself some money. And, mm. you know, in, in the U S I think sometimes we can kind of say that, you know, tongue in cheek, go get a job, you know, yeah. but that is not so easily said, so easily done, um, in the Dominican, you know, many, many people are looking for any job they can have. And because of how demographically it's set up many times, Dominicans will get jobs before Haitians. And, um, it, it's just a, it's just an eye opener. And mm. I remember when the person came down, she said, I'll, I'll never say that again. I'm sorry. I said that. And then, uh, she met some of the staff on the ground and, uh, missionaries from different places. And she said, you know, I had a preconceived notion about people from Mexico and I'm wrong. And I apologize for saying, you know, God takes and and this person was, was, um, I'll say over 60 mm, yeah. <laughs> and, um, but God sometimes getting away from the regular, uh, pace of life. Yes. We're, we're there for a purpose, but sometimes that's when we have ears to hear what God's telling us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and he uses cups and the mission, uh, opportunities to speak to us also. So, you know, me, I can go on and on, but each trip is a different thing that God shows me and it's so worth it. Well, you, you mentioned, um, you know, and again, a lot of us, I thought this myself until I saw firsthand what uh, the people in the Dominican face, why don't they get a job? That, that is really why Mm -hmm. uh, it is so critical that, uh, children get an education and yeah. uh, school is not free in the Dominican Republic. A lot of people think that yeah. it is. So there's school fees, uniforms, and it's just enough that the average Dominican family, um, and I use the word family loosely, but the average Dominican family cannot, there's no way they could afford to send their kids to school. So luckily, yeah. thanks to Ben and, and the ministry that he's a part of called The Bridge, um, there are 54, 55 kids now in La Union who are going to school. Uh, even more than that, after the last uh, few months of of what God did through their listeners. But, you know, what's amazing is now these kids have a shot and they realize, you know, whereas I, I remember growing up, I'm honest, and mom said, get out of bed and go to school. It's like, oh, really? No, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> but these kids literally, they hear that they have an opportunity to go to school and they are excited because they know if they don't get an education, there is, they don't have a shot. So education mm-hmm. coupled with discipleship through the CUPS programs is really at the end of the day what uh, changes the trajectory of kids like Jonathan that Ben yeah. mentioned and Natasha and and uh, Brian and Edwin and Larry and so many other kids that are, we're seeing transformation happen. So I, I would love for you to come join us on a trip. You can just go to cupsmission.com to find out more information. And um, uh, again, Ben uh, has been an integral part uh, of, of what we do uh, on the ground, what what a cl- closing thought? Something maybe I haven't asked that's on your heart or mind that you would share with folks before we before we wrap up today. You know, the thing that comes to mind. Um, one little, I'll say, discussion that I had with God <laughs> in in regards to coming down, and and you know, we have um, thoughts about our own usefulness and whatever, and and I think I think God just wants us to be willing and he'll worry about that. And so I, 
I wished that I had tons of money that I could donate to the Dominican for these kids. But at the moment, that's not the case. And God said, yes, but you have some influence and you have some connections for however big or small that is. It's use what I've given you to for the work and then I'll bless it. And so it's twofold. Whether you think you can make a difference or not, that's not up to you. That's up to God. Just be willing to let him do it. And second of all, even if you don't have what you think you should, God can use what you have, especially the influence you have with your friends and neighbors and church, and um, he can use it to make a difference. Yeah, absolutely right. Ben, thank you so much. Grateful for you mm-hmm. and uh, uh, your friendship and the partnership there uh, with The Bridge. And um, again, if you want to find out more information about uh, how to come down on a trip and see the things that Ben has been describing, just uh, check out cupsmission.com. Hey, thanks a lot, man. Thanks for listening to this Crossover Cups Mission update. Follow us on social media at Crossover Cups or make your gift online at crossovercupsmission.com. 